and sex and sensuality the podcast where we speak what your dirty mind thinks we are here every monday night at 9 p.m chatting about tantalizing topics that most won't dare say aloud Hello, hello, and welcome to Sex and Sensuality, the podcast, where we speak what your dirty mind thinks. And we are here every Monday night at 9 p.m. I have my lovely co-host. I have Gigi. Hi, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. We also have our other co-host, Miss Tavi. Welcome back, honey. Hello. I miss you, ladies. Oh, we have missed you too. We're so glad that you're back with us tonight. And guys, I am Miss Mika Nicole, your hostess for the evening. So guys, you know, we have made some changes over the last few weeks. So we're now, you know, trying to give women an idea of some sexy lingerie or sexy outfits they can wear that relates to our episode so let's talk about what we're wearing tonight ladies i will start i am just doing a simple t-shirt and panties so okay let me go back our episode is about how do we spice it up when our lover is away or when our partner is away right how do we keep it spicy and keep them missing us and wanting us while they're gone so (laughs) anyway i'm wearing t-shirt and panties I feel t-shirt and panties that is such a simple outfit to put on when first off you want to be comfortable when you love her is away right we always want to put on our little comfy panties a comfy t-shirt or a comfy nightgown but if we're trying to keep it sexy you could do a nice sexy t-shirt and boy short panty to show your partner a little bit, give them a little bit of tease, but still keep your comfort. So I suggest like a low cut top. Let me see if y'all can see me. So a little low cut top. See my tit is not like it used to be. So they're not sitting up there. <laughs> but and then a little boy short penny. So I did a little boy short penny. So that's my outfit for today. What do you have on Gigi? Well today I have on my baby's dress shirt and underneath i have a high-waisted high-waisted underwear lace and burgundy and the lace it's nothing like some good lace i just want to give you a quick tip about lace right lace if you feel like you have some parts about your body that you really don't like but you still want to put on some lingerie and keep it sexy Mm-hmm. Always go for a lace and if you can't, a dark lace because lace and dark colors hide any flaws that we think we may have. They do a very good job of hiding. So lace and dark colors. And then just like Gigi, you have on your high waist panties. A high waist panty is all the rage when it comes to trying to hide little belly fat. So, but still keeping it sexy. That mm-hmm. was cute, girl. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Tavi, what you got on, girl? So I'm doing a little bodysuit action today. So Ooh. I have a little, body suit, you know, lacy arms. Yes. Oh, man, keep it tight. I got my pandemic pounds and I'm covering up, so. Okay. 
<laughs> but you know, just a little bodysuit, and I just have on just regular pajama pants because it's cold well, in here. <laughs> I love it. Well, let me tell you what I love about your outfit is that you dressed it up with jewelry, and a yeah. lot of people don't. A lot of women don't think about the aspect of jewelry when it comes to lingerie, but it can play such a beautiful role in your outfit. Putting on some cute jewelry makes you feel beautiful. And then it gives the illusion of richness and sexiness and sensuality. (laughs) So I love pairing jewelry with lingerie. So my wife actually made this um, a few days ago. Oh, wow. Beautiful. Oh my gosh, you have to post some of her information or send it to me so I can post it on the show. So people may be interested in buying it for their lingerie outfit. That's right. Okay, guys. So we are also here live on Thursday nights. Now it was going to be Fridays, but we had to make a little change of plans. So now it's going to be on Thursday nights at 9, maybe 9.30, but definitely we'll try to be there by 9 (laughs) o'clock. But make sure you're joining us on the 6th sensuality podcast on instagram because that's where you can catch us on our lives and we will be discussing that week's episode so tomorrow we are discussing our episode on dating online dating i think we have so much to say about it so many things that we didn't even get to say in the actual podcast so i cannot wait for us to talk about it And I hope you're listening to that week's episode so that you could chime in for that Thursday's live. I think that's pretty much it. Oh, topic of the day. The topic of the day is going to be my show, Sex and Sensuality, The Burlesque Show. (laughs) So guys, okay, so we just had the Sex and Sensuality, The Burlesque Show. The podcast is based on the actual burlesque show. So the burlesque show is all about highlighting women, their beauty, their sensuality in dance, in acting, in games. We have a male choreographer. We also have some male dancers. But the goal of the show is to teach women how to be more sexually expressive when they want to talk about their needs and then also help them gain confidence in talking about their needs. So we had a good crowd this weekend. We had a crowd of about a hundred guests and then we had our VIP tables filled. We had great crowd participation. Like we we did. (laughs) Oh my gosh, guys. Like we had this guy and his wife come up. So Hmm. we had a performance on a bed which I'm going to tell y'all more about in a little bit. But we had a performance on the bed and he asked us in the game to bring the bed out. So this particular game was to allow couples to pick some sex toys, right? Mm-hmm. So that they can actually demonstrate a scenario that they come up, a role play scenario that they come up with. So this couple chose to use the bed and they came up with, they did different types of positions. <laughs> Yes, they did. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was like, oh my gosh, I was so shocked. Then we had a couple actually put on the strap and a dildo. I was like, oh my goodness. Yes, they did. <laughs> you just never know what you're going to see at the Sex and Sensuality show. But leading into our conversation for the night. So again, we're talking about how to keep it spicy when you're away from your spouse. So one of our dance performance was on a bed and my dancer actually called her boyfriend on FaceTime because the dance was all about 
a FaceTime dance. So she actually caught him on FaceTime and performed the dance, holding her phone up and then putting it on her little ring light, performing the dance for him. Mm-hmm. Now, I felt like that was amazing. I didn't script that. She chose to do that on her own. And when she told me she was going to do it, I'm like, go ahead, girl. More power to you because it looks so real, of course. It is real. You know, she gave him a sensual, sexual performance. So go ahead, Gigi, because it looks like you were saying It say was. The, her performance was phenomenal. She, I felt like she was dancing for me. When it was like, because, <laughs> and I think everybody probably felt like that because she, with the ring light, all you, I could not take my eyes off of her. She was yeah. so enthralled in her dance. It was so erotic. It was, be- I mean, everybody was in there. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I really loved it. It was excellent. Yes, she was amazing. So our next show is going to be on June 25th. And we're going to have even more tricks and, and treats for you guys. So I hope you all join us. And you can always find all of our information, including the podcast information on sex and sensualityshow.com so you can find us there you can also follow us on ig at sex sensuality podcast and then sex in the letter in sensuality show on ig so that's that so let's get into our topics guys oh anything that y'all want to say before we jump into it i'm ready i'm I'm ready ready to get into this look okay (laughs) so our first topic of the night is sexting because you know i feel like first let's just talk about missing our partners right then we're going to go into all the other things i do think it's important for us to take time away from our spouses right because it does keep the spice alive a little bit but it also keep them missing you and wanting you and it allows you too to have your own individual time and your own individual moment because a lot of times we don't do that especially as women right we get enthralled and caught up in our partner and what they're doing and what their needs are in our children and what they're doing what their needs are are we're not taking enough time for ourselves to just enjoy who we are as women So I feel it's important for us to take the time to ourselves, whether you're taking a girl's trip, you know, or Mm -hmm. um, a shopping trip on a Saturday, going to brunch with your good, good girlfriends, you know, going out to a lounge, doing something where you're taking time for you. What are your thoughts about that, guys? I definitely definitely believe that. You know me. I'm very antsy about being home too long. And I'm quick to be like, jump on a plane and go somewhere. And then while I'm gone, I'm missing Jaji. You know, I'm really missing her and wanting to get back. And like you said, there is like, oh, my God, I miss you. And she misses me. And it it creates this moment of spontaneity mm-hmm. and, and sexiness. And, you know, so that's why it's good to do it for yourself, but also for your relationship. I agree. I agree. Tavi, any thoughts? Yeah, you know, my wife travels for work a lot. She hasn't been traveling as much, but before, like, I know one year she was gone probably like six or seven months out the year. So we kind of had to force ourselves to have to be separate and use the phone and video chats and different things just to stay connected. And when she's away, like we do miss each other because a lot of times when we're around each other all the time, we'll start nitpicking with each other. And it's like, we just need space. 
Mm-hmm. And I think it's important in a relationship that you have a life together, but you also have a life separate. So mm-hmm. I know I'm guilty. I can be around my wife every single day, but she's like, okay, Tavi, I need a little space. I need a little me time. And I'm like, okay. And it used to hurt my feelings, but now I'm like, okay, I also need my me time and my space and hang out with girls, go out of town or, you know, do whatever. Just, it just allows you for that moment to miss each other and to connect a little bit deeper. I definitely yeah. agree. And then mm-hmm. just spending, sometimes spending all your time with your partner, it, it can put a lot of pressure on them to be everything to you mm-hmm. at all times. Right. right. And we don't want that, right? Of course, they're our best friends, you know, they're our confidants. We love them. We care about them, but they can't fill every single role in our life. We have to have friends that do some of it, you mm-hmm. know, that we could talk to and share our deepest secrets with sometimes, you know, or that we could go get our nails and toes done with or whatever. We got to have other people around us that help us with those things and fill some of those roles. And then, of course, you know, a lot of times we spend time with our spouse all the time. We're going to do the same routine every day. Normally, right. it's like get we go home, home <laughs> we get the baby. We, you say what? I said it can get boring. Like it you kind of get caught in that routine of like wake up, go to work, eat, watch TV show. And it's like the same thing every mm-hmm. day. I've also got caught in that, too, as well. Exactly, exactly. And then it can kind of create like a codependency. And we don't want to be codependent on our partner. When we become codependent on our partner, then we feel like we need to have them in our lives. But we should want to have our partner. We should never want that want should never be replaced with need. Once it's replaced with need, then we kind of lose the I don't even know what you want to say, but you lose that desire, that excitement. Mm you know, that want um, for your partner. So um, attempting to find things that you could do without your partner can be very helpful. I have a client that I was just talking to this about, well, a a while ago, actually not just, but a while ago I had a client and I was just talking about, you got to find ways, things that make you happy. Mm -hmm. That has nothing to do with your husband, your wife or your children. You know, I'm just saying, now I'm talking in general. Find things that make you happy that has nothing to do with your partner and your children right. and or your children or your family. Mm-hmm. It has to be those things that make you happy. And then you want to prioritize other relationships in your life, like your friends and your family. And I had a friend before years ago, this girl would get into a relationship and she don't even know me. <laughs> like all of a sudden, like she don't know who I am. I don't know what's going on with her. I don't know anything because she has, you know, engulfed herself into her relationship. Have mm. y'all had those experiences? I mean, that <laughs> used to be me. So <laughs> I am that friend. And I mean, I struggle with balance in the beginning because it's like, you know, when you meet someone, you're all enthralled into them and it's new and it's exciting and you just mm. want to be around them all the time. So I've been guilty of like neglecting my friends and they'll randomly text me like, oh, I haven't heard from you in a month. Are you alive? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I've just been spending every day with my new boo. So <laughs> I'm guilty of it. I've done that a few times. And it's all about balance. You have to have balance. And, you know, especially mm-hmm. new relationships, they can be really exciting. But, you know, don't go steadfast. Just hold back a little bit and mm-hmm. balance it out. Have time for your family. Have time for your friends. And have time for yourself. Too. I agree. I agree. Gigi, any thoughts? Yeah, I'm like total opposite. <laughs> so 
you know, when Dottie and I first got together, she was wanting me to spend a lot of time with her. And I had to explain to her, I'm like, look, I've always, most of the time been a single parent, have three kids. So I was always doing things on my own and not, and being, I guess maybe being an only child was a little different for me. Yeah. For her to understand that she wasn't used to that. She was used to more women getting with her and then being smothering where I was totally opposite. So no, that that wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> Good for the you. Balance, the balance, like you said, the balance is key because I had to also learn that it was something that she needed from me, more attention. So I had to learn to open up more to allow that and mm-hmm. still have my time, kids time, family time. But I'm good for just being you know, in my room doing my thing or mm-hmm. doing whatever. So I have to learn to say, okay, I know that she requires more. So I have to be able to be open to that and give it. Yeah. Yeah. I also think it's indicative too of people who have like abandonment issues or other forms of insecurity when mm-hmm. their partner, you know, doesn't spend as much time with them as they would like, kind of like maybe in your situation, not saying that Jaji was insecure or had right. an abandonment issue, just mm-hmm. giving the example. Sometimes we have to be leery of that too. Like when somebody's like, I need your attention all the time or I right. want your attention all the time. It could be because they have their own abandonment issues mm-hmm. or their own insecurities based on past relationships. Yeah. So that could be very indicative of that. I do think that you have to learn to be alone. Mm-hmm. A lot of people yeah. don't like to be alone. I was that person. <laughs> you know, I met my ex when I was in my early twenties. We moved in together so then after her, I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I can't get a place by myself because I never lived by myself. Like I'm in my <laughs> early 30s by then, right? And I'm like, I can't live by myself, no. So I ended up getting a roommate. And then when my roommate was like, oh, I don't want to renew our lease together. And I'm like, why? Like, <laughs> come on, don't leave me by myself. Like, it was really hard for me to learn to be alone. So I had to learn to be alone, though, because yeah. that's just life. We all got to learn yeah. to be alone sometimes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I struggle with that, too, with um, not wanting to be alone. Mm-hmm. And I found that because um, I've kind of bounced from one relationship to the next. And, you know, that was just I'm just a relationship type person. But I went through a really traumatic relationship and I was like, OK, I need time to figure out who I am and what I need and to learn mm-hmm. myself. Just because it was like I was always identifying with who my partner was at the time. So having that time to just be by myself, not dating anyone, and just kind of dating myself more so. Right. I learned so much about myself and grew so much. So when I did meet my wife, like I was like, okay, I'm ready to do this. You know, I'm ready to be back in a relationship. And, you know, here we are five years later, you know, so definitely take that time to get to know yourself. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, good, good. And I also think it's important to learn to be alone within your relationship. Like sometimes maybe you just go eat by yourself or go to a movie by yourself, you know, do things Mm -hmm. by yourself. Like I go take myself out to lunch if I have time. I'll go take myself out to lunch. Yeah, I'll go have me Mm -hmm. a drink, sit at the bar, Mm -hmm. eat a good meal. I do it all the time. (laughs) People thought I was crazy. You're like, when you are having dinner by yourself? Yeah, yes. go to the movies by myself. Mm-hmm. I do everything. I sometimes I just get in the car and just go. Sometimes I just need that space and that mm-hmm. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so moving on to sexting. What are y'all thoughts can about? I say, can oh I yeah, say go ahead. Yes, so girl, in go ahead. reference to that, so that I want to bring up Miley Cyrus, right? Because Miley Cyrus talked about 
during the pandemic, we had to learn a lot about being alone, did we not? <laughs> oh, yes, we did. Yes, okay. we did. So during that time, that's when Miley realized, you know, just because I'm in the house quarantine, I'm still sexual. I still need to be, be touched. I still need a release. And in that is why she felt, Miley Cyrus talked about how with Howard Stern, how she loves FaceTime sex. Mm. right and because it's the safest sex especially during COVID (laughs) (laughs) I love that I love that during the pandemic you know a lot of celebrities were able to open up and and be more real and accessible through Mm -hmm. internet you know they Mm -hmm. started doing a lot of little comedy shows through the internet you know through like zoom they Mm -hmm. did they even started versus. some. They started, you know, they, the did, they started verses. They mm-hmm. even started some web series through Zoom. Yeah. Like it was so much going on during the <laughs> pandemic. So mm-hmm. I do agree with Molly. You know, we have to find a way to still connect. I'm just right. going to take it to that level to connect with other people, even in these times. And and I always say that everything happens for a reason, right? Like right. we probably never knew why social media was created, but the universe always creates things mm-hmm. to help us get along when it comes to something, no matter what it is. Right. And, right. and when the pandemic happened, I was like, social media was created just for a time like this, you know? <laughs> <laughs> To keep know, us right? connected because it's so many people. I I mean, when this pandemic started, I had so many th- clients coming to me talking about the loneliness. Yes. Um, you know, how hard Definitely. it was for them. But imagine how much harder it would have been with people. If we didn't. If we didn't have social media to connect. If yeah. we didn't have video chat, you know out there to connect with other people because you may like when I was working at a at Talkspace one of the things that we always would say is we're working we're not working home alone we're working remote together because we were so connected on Google chat on video chat like we were just always connected right you know it didn't feel like you was working by yourself so mm-hmm. it's amazing. Social media is amazing. Yes. And I think it's necessary. Video chat is necessary. So back to video. So we'll go to video sex. <laughs> How do we have video sex, guys? Talk about it. Let's What do you mean? How do you have video sex? Yes, <laughs> I want to talk about it. It's a rhetorical question, but it's not a rhetorical question. I want you to talk to the audience about it. How do we have video sex? Okay. I want to hear so, your opinion. I'm going to go first. Okay. So when I was looking at stuff about doing video sex, sex, video sex, video chat, whatever, chat sex, they had a couple of bullet points I thought was so cool because mm-hmm. they were really blatant out there telling exactly how it is, right? So they talked about, one, finding a good time for sex, right? Meaning you need, just like dating, just like when you need to date, you need to be making sure that you set this time up for your significant other that you're with, not, you know, so that you don't get any disruptions, just like you would if you were going out to dinner, making mm-hmm. sure that you're regulating your time for that, right? So the other thing they talked about was making sure that you pick your platform, 
right? Mm. So meaning, are you going to do FaceTime, your Google Meet, whatever the platform is that you want to use that you feel safe with? You know, you can't use Zoom and Skype and WhatsApp. Those things are not areas that you need to be thinking about using. FaceTime is probably safer and a chatting platform, right? Messenger or something. Mm-hmm. Figure out where you want to set up your camera and the direction of your camera based on what you're doing. If you are on your bed, you want to make sure that your lighting and your camera are above you so that they can see exactly what you're doing, where you're touching yourself, how you're you're moving in the bed and what you're trying to mm-hmm. um, relate mm-hmm. to them, right? Because you don't want the camera to be low because then they, they might be getting half of the bed and maybe just your leg and you want them to be able to see everything. I love it. Right? And again, limit distractions. Make sure you put your phone on do not disturb. Make sure you mute your notifications because the worst thing is that you're in the middle of gratifying yourself and now all of a sudden the phone beeping with notifications. You don't want any interruptions in that manner. So I learned a lot in looking this stuff up. (laughs) I thought it was really cool. Uh Yes, yes, yes. I love that. I love everything that you said. Another thing, too, I just want to jump in there and say is just setting your limits and boundaries, you know, and expectations before, because, you know, you don't want anybody requesting any kind of crazy stuff that you're not comfortable with. So you talk about those things before you even get into the video sex. The same thing with sexting, being careful of, of like, pics that you send each other, making sure it's nothing vulgar if you're not interested in that, but you're interested in more of like the conversation when you're texting the conversation piece, not necessarily the pictures or making sure it's classy pictures. Like, you know, it could be sexy new pictures without it being vulgar nude Mm -hmm. pictures. Mm -hmm. You know, like we already know a lot of people don't want to just get a dick pic. You know, maybe make that thing sexy. Maybe hold it a certain kind of way. I don't know. Cover <laughs> it up a little bit with a towel and then give me a little peek. Don't just send a whole dick to me, you know. imagination. <laughs> yes, leave a little bit to your imagination. What else? Oh, I was going to say emails too. You know, you can, when you're away from your partner, you can send sexy emails to each other talking about some things, you know, maybe make sure you're not keeping anything in the cloud. Oh, that's another big thing. Don't do video messaging and all those things that and save it to your cloud. Be right. careful of that. You know, you may want to use a secure transfer program to send the videos to the partner if you're taking videos that you're sending so that it's not saved somewhere that other people can easily get because you know that's how a lot of these celebrities have gotten caught because mm-hmm. things have been saved to the cloud and people have been hacking it hacking those clouds mm-hmm. <laughs> hacking, <laughs> cloud. hacking those clouds <laughs> but yes yeah, hacking those clouds and getting these videos so just you know be careful of the way you send messages and videos messages videos and pictures you know to your partner make sure you could trust that person to not send it to other people or to share it on the internet Mm -hmm. because that happens too and it happens a lot with our teenage girls in Mm -hmm. schools where the boys will share you know their pictures so I mean sexting 
video sex and all that stuff need to be safe for 21 and up yeah and people you trust right you know, to handle that particular privacy that you're giving them access mm-hmm. to so yeah any other thoughts about all of this today ladies um one thing that we haven't mentioned is audio recordings Ooh, I tend yes. to be a little bit more shy when it comes to that. So I don't really necessarily do like the video thing, but I have done an audio recording or left a voicemail. Like if no. I knew that um, my wife wasn't going to answer. So I'll leave like, you know, me pleasuring myself and climaxing on the voicemail. So it's like, Ooh, oh, yes. it. you get a chance yes. to you're like, whoa, you know, kind of keeping that. <laughs> they have like video recordings. If you're a little bit more shy and mm-hmm. you just do a sound thing. I love that. And then, you know, you just drop your voice a little bit. Yeah. And you make it sexy and sensual. And you get it out <laughs> and say, how you feeling? And how much I miss you, darling. And, oh, ah, you know. <laughs> you can have so much fun with that. Yes. I love Most it. And definitely. just imagine, like, you know, Tavi, like, I'm listening to the voice. And I'm like, oh, shit. You know, sounds. <laughs> are very okay so when we talk about sensuality right sensuality is what you do with your senses right how you stimulate the other person's senses how do you use your senses to stimulate the other person's senses right so sound is so stimulating and it's so arousing and erotic so i love that you said that using your voice to send pleasure to someone else you know that's oh so beautiful. Yeah. So beautiful. I mean, that's what we do on our podcast anyway, right? Right. <laughs> so, okay. So we said sound. You no, know, we talked about video. Oh, I was going to say postcards or letters. You know, while you're away, if you're away for a week or longer, you know, send a sexy letter to your spouse or your partner. Like, imagine how interesting that would be because we don't send letters anymore in your own handwriting don't type it out put it in your own handwriting Mm -hmm. and send that sexy letter to your boo and let them read your words and it's something that they can have and keep in there you know forever and look back on it you know when they're having some hard times or when they or when you're away they're just missing you they have that letter that they can look at so a sexy letter a sexy, you know, little message on a postcard. It's just nothing like it. So we hope yeah. that you can also you can also oh, do with the letters when someone is on their way out. Like if you're going out of town, leaving oh, that yeah. letter and putting it in the inside of the suitcase without them knowing. Oh, you could yes. do it for lunches when they're going to work. Yes, um, you can actually do it on your mirror if you take a shower. Put it. In your writing in the in the thing on the mirror in the bathroom. So when they get up, you're gone. So this on the refrigerator when they go downstairs, all of those things will help to entice and make a difference in your relationship. Yep, yep, yep. So we hope that you guys have learned something new tonight. And I hope that you can use some of these tips to add a little spice in your sex life when you are away from your partner and you know of course as always be safe make good decisions (laughs) you know (laughs) set some boundaries and good expectations on these things do it with someone you trust someone you know is going to protect your privacy just as much as you protect your privacy yes 
Any final words, ladies, before we go? Just right. have fun. Have no, fun, I'm... be safe. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what you say, Gigi? Let me hear, girl. Have fun. Savvy, <laughs> let me hear your voice. Have fun. Oh, yes. Have yes. fun, ladies. <laughs> all righty. So I hope you all have a wonderful night. Make sure that after you hear this episode to join us for the live of the episode on Thursday night. This one will air on Monday, April the, is that the 4th? Yes. Yes. No, the 1st is Friday. Yes. Yeah, so it's yes. the 4th. So it'll Four. air Monday, April the 4th. So then our live will be Thursday, April the 7th. So there we go. Oh, is that the 7th? Yeah, that's the 7th, right? 7th, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure you are following us on all social media platforms and join us on all the, uh, we're on all major podcasts. And if you're interested in actually advertising with us, let us know. We will be glad to have you and give you our rates. I hope you have a good night. Thank you for joining the Sex and Sensuality Podcast. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Sex and Sensuality, the podcast.